Hey guys, and welcome to the City podcast, where we get you a personality for you to put on your Tinder, Twitter, Facebook, or wherever the heck you put your personality on. I'm your host, Matopsy Ta, or whatever the heck you want to call me. I got my friends here, Nick, Hello. Jordan, Hello. and George. Yo. And yeah, so guys, today is uh, September 17th. September 17th? Yeah, which I don't know if you know this, but in 1862, the bloodiest single day of the American Civil War took place. On September 17th? Yeah, no, didn't. Fun fact? That was just a first green. Yeah, I know, right? Um, it also, I mean, it's just as equally as bad as uh, vegan meat. Uh, vegan so if you, oh, vegan meat is not real because if it is not made of meat, then it is not actual meat. It is a substitute, and if you say otherwise, you're wrong. And with that, we have lost the entirety of the vegan population. So uh, we are a lot of hate comments right now. Probably yeah, gonna no. have some protesters outside soon. Oh god, hundred percent. Oh, are they chaining themselves to their vans again? You guys remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, oh. I remember when they used to chain themselves to trees. God. This ain't the hate vegan podcast. This is the personality podcast. What are people? Damn. Yeah, the popinopoly curse. Oh, hating vegans is a personality. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, if you had a saw last last week's episode, or whenever that episode came out, you would have uh, heard me asking Metabasi to try a Pop-Tart. That's Metabasi, have you tried a Pop-Tart? No, because weirdly enough, you can't find them in this uh, curved time. Or at least where the heck I went. Uh, well, I'll send one out to you if I find one. Please, I need the care package. Surely there's like an international aisle and like a supermarket somewhere that's got one. Dude, yeah. okay, okay. I went to two different places today. I went to Woolies and I went to IGA. Ah, there's your problem. Those chefs usually don't have them from what I remember. Yeah. Usually Coles do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the Coles International aisle's got like a ton of stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I should have gone there first place, but I was like, hey, let me give them a shot. Well, I've been disappointed. Firmly disappointed. Very the much. disappointment is real. Yeah. But other than that, I did I did get a new personality trait, you know. I checked out TikTok. Oh? Oh. Impressions. I believe that was something that George also mentioned last week. I did. I did. So, um, yeah. what did you think of TikTok? You know, I know I'm not old, like I'm only 20, but I somehow feel like twice as old looking at all these kids. Like, I don't know who this person was, but they're like doing these weird dances. And I'm just like, what? 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 Uh, I know you can't see me, but I'm like I'm flailing my arms hysterically, <laughs> like I just don't care. Just think of the flayable tube man, and you're fine. You'll get that. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, pretty much. I look at TikTok dances sometimes, and I, I'm like, if I recorded myself just being the tube man, you know, would I be as successful? Answer's probably no. I don't know what the TikTok algorithm is. It's, well, TikTok algorithm is uh, some different. Um, I, was gonna, I was just about to say, you're on the wrong side of TikTok. So TikTok, um, it it um, gives you videos or clips that sort of it recommends you them. So, for example, my girlfriend's on anime TikTok, and all the TikToks are about anime or cats. She really likes cats. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, yeah, I. I did check those parts out too, and it reminds me of Facebook, and it reminds me of my problem with Facebook. It's kind of too big right now for its own good. 
Facebook's just advertising. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no more good meme pages and stuff like that. It's just advertising and censoring and it's also that. marketing. Yeah. Since you no. know some businesses run through Facebook. Jordan, that's advertising. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I anyway. was just being specific about it. <laughs> anyway, just to let you know, this podcast is sponsored by me because I'm broke. <laughs> Oh, thanks to our sponsor. Shout out to today's sponsor. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> maybe one day we'll get sponsorship, and maybe that first one won't be Raid Shadow Legends, because hey, that thing sponsors everything. Raid Shadow Legends, if you're, if you're listening, give us the give us the money. Please. <laughs> I, I love the idea that we're asking them for money, and we haven't done anything. We can train. It feels like every dad and their dog can get raids uh, sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I mean, it, you know, I think there is a dog channel sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Yeah. It's the internet. Anything can happen. Oh, uh, God. Now, isn't it weird how we were kind of like raised off the internet? I mean, compared to other generations. Yeah, I mean, I feel like generations after us are probably going to have it even worse, but we, it was a big shift for us, you know. We spent the first couple of years, you know, no iPhones, no, you know, brands that are sort of commonly associated now, but we sort of hit that point, I want to say when we're about six to seven, stuff really starts coming in stride. Um, yeah. you know, we start picking up and watching, you know, stuff like YouTube, we see the early days of, you know, Facebook and other social media platforms. And then once we're about 10, we've avoided that, like, you know, you always see kids these days or, you know, parents with their kids and the kids always on the parents' phone, you know, we skipped all of that. We didn't get any of that. We just hit that at 12. Um, yeah, but like that was that was the early days. That was the formative, like this is the future kind of crap. And it's it's fascinating. There's a lot of benefits that come from being raised by the internet, and although there's also the downsides, I think overall, like debatably, it's not as bad as it could be. Like Nick said, the future's probably going to be much worse. The next gen. Hundred percent. You see, kids, you know. Uh, at the age of four and five, just stuck to their iPads. It's crazy. Yeah, but then again, have you ever hung up with a four or five-year-olds? I'd rather them get stuck in that iPad than them literally mauling me to death. <laughs> yeah, but if they're stuck on the iPad from a very young age, imagine the future. Imagine what they're going to be like when they're 16, 17. Okay, fair point. But no, I mean... Yeah, it, it is interesting because we technically didn't start off on the internet and all that. Uh, I don't know if you if you guys just grew up on buying CDs and DVDs. DVDs and like DVD rental shops. There used to be uh, a video easy yes. near where I live. Yes, no, oh, dude. Yeah. I miss it. I miss the video easy too. I remember always going there as a kid. Yeah, I remember going there, going to the horror section, and then having a nightmare the, the same night because it always used to scare me. <laughs> we, we prevailed. We, we, we went on. We went on. I don't know <laughs> how I remember this, but I remember having like this weird nightmare related to Video Easy. Like, it just turned into a horror house, which is weird. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I... No, dude, dude, why is it that you guys are all Video Easy and here I am, Civic Video Lover? What is that? I've never you heard of that. In my life. Oh my god! <laughs> I, all I had was video easy, you know. Dudes. Okay, okay. Here I am, the uh, Nokia of the house. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think my favorite thing to do when it came to like going to video easy was renting games, like because they had that as a thing. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? I completely forgot that was a thing that you could do. I think yeah. I remember like when Halo Reach, like after a while of it being released and it was able to be uh, rented out at Video Easy, I actually rented it at Video Easy 
and then eventually I actually bought the game itself, which was good for, because, you know, like, I didn't, I still had the save progress from when I borrowed it, so oh. I could, like, continue from where I left off. Yes, yeah, so well, um, actually, speaking of that quickly, sorry to interrupt, but my brother still no, goes no, 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 to, go, to go. the library and borrows games. Well, obviously not because of COVID. Like, wait, wait, you can do that at the library? You can do that at the library. He goes to the library close to my house and goes and borrows a couple games. Like he borrowed Persona 5 and stuff like that. Wait, that they just like have Persona 5 in a library? I thought it was all like old, old stuff. Like yes. Yeah. Wow, no. okay. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I would have bet on Cooking Mama 3 being there. <laughs> no, that game's lit. That game is lit. I miss Cooking Mama. I, I, I miss being told, like, making a mistake and then having Mama go, It's okay, Mama will fix it. And that's like, ah, uh, all is right with the world. Uh, yes, thanks, Don't, Mama. Cooking Mama Don't worry, I can, I can do that for you. Dude, I can do that for you. Now, Tal, just hang out in the kitchen. Tal, you brought up an interesting thing, saying you were the Nokia of the of the group now tell me what was your first phone okay you're not even gonna believe me but i'm that literal mean i had the nokia brick oh oh you had the nokia brick yes <laughs> i feel like i've seen apocalypse. it i feel like i've seen it before going to your place one time maybe i don't know if i Okay, you know, but no, uh, just on that, did you know they're still making phones? Oh, Nokia, Nokia's still going? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, they are. Oh. Like, do you know okay. flip phones are still a thing? Do you know Razer had just um, brought out a prototype for the Razer flip phone? The Razer, the scooter company. No, Razer, the gaming company. Oh, oh okay. I'm oh. pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here, I have a Razer mouse and a Razer keyboard, and they like, light up and cycle through, and I think the I am mistaken. Thing... It's a new company called- it's R-A-Z-R. It's none of the scooter company, or it's none of the- it's just a new company uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean Motorola the- Motorola Wait, you mean the, like, offshoot, like, Razer? They used to make laptops, didn't they? I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, there's a it's a flip phone, and it kind of looks kind of cool. But I don't know why people would buy it. I think guess for the nostalgia's sake. No, no, no. okay, um, okay. Hear me out here. It's guess the price. Hear um, me out here. Samsung has Samsung and Microsoft have released like the flip phones again. You know the book cover open ones. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're, like they're the, 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 the flips. They're the widescreen, big screen, dual screen. Yeah. Um, they they're expensive as well, but the Razer flip phone, you know, it, it looks good, but I wouldn't say it's great. I wouldn't buy one personally. I wouldn't recommend one to anyone. It's sixteen hundred dollars. Sorry, you uh, go join. <laughs> I was just gonna say that the uh, depending on what they look like i would only get one so that uh i could get the steins gate feel like classic steins gate feel dear god i feel like yeah there's no reason to use a flip phone nowadays or like anything that's not relatively touchscreen based I mean, yeah. the only thing you need is the phone and that's an that's more than an iphone it's more oh, than a god. lot of androids as well yeah i'm like where do you go off being that expensive you just. I know. I know. I'm never expensive with my phones. Most of my phones, even the one I currently have, are usually hand me downs. Uh, yeah, live that life. I've I've got a friend who is a child of. I think she's one of like eight children in her family, yeah. and her current phone is like a thirty dollar one they bought off eBay. Jesus. So. Yeah. There are some people that, uh, like, purposely have old phones, though, these days. Like, I know someone who, like, uses older phones on purpose because, well, you know, conspiracy theories of tracking software and such. Uh, yeah. But then again, I mean, for me, the only people I've ever seen with, like, flip phones are usually I'm so redacting all of this. <laughs> 
Redacted. 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 I'm, gonna, I'm just. I'm just gonna bleep it. <laughs> we have a ban hammer. What would be the redact weapon? Redacted. <laughs> The Redact Axe. You guys have seen Bizarre Adventure, you know, what is it, fucking King Crimson, the guy who just, like, ignores how timelines work? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I still have, haven't caught up to the creature. King Crimson. I hate all of you. Conversation. <laughs> Dude. Okay, sorry, sorry, real quick on real quick tangent, Jojo, how far are all of you? Uh, halfway into part three, but I know a lot of spoilers for like every other part because I don't know how, like, how to stay safe. I haven't a single okay. episode, or haven't read a single chapter. I'm with George on that one. I still haven't gotten to any episodes. Jordan, George, you have to get on this train. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. You know what's Here so I am. fun, George? Dude, dude. I love how Nick's on part three while I'm sitting on part eight. Yeah, I only got on it recently. I started watching it with a friend. Oh, okay. Then we no, do, then we do watch parts yeah, fun. like every week. And so, yeah, no, know, that's fun. Once the anime's done, I'm going to get straight into reading the manga. I'll probably skip reading parts one through five again because I've already seen the anime. I see no reason to read it. Yeah, no. Um, just get straight into. What's part six again? Stone Ocean? Yeah, Star. Oh, God. Stone Ocean's so good. Stone Ocean. Yes. There's Best. a lot. So, currently, the things are Ta needs to have a Pop Tart and I need to watch JoJo. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, back on it. So. Oh, you crap. What were we talking about? Uh, phone, oh, phones. Phones? Yeah, okay. Phones. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I mean, I've kind of been in that same situation. All my friends are part, uh, hand-me-downs, and my hand-me-downs are for my hand-me-down person. Yes. You know? My newest friend that I've, I've had for almost two years now, I, I, that friend's on a contract, um, but otherwise all my friends have been hand-me-downs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great for convenience sake. If you're lucky and you go to, like, Apple or Samsung, sometimes they'll just give you a new phone to replace the old one. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are always good. Woof. Sometimes Man, just... they... Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, you go first, because what I'm going to say is probably going to end this whole conversation. Yeah, sure. Uh, I was just going to say, like, the hand-me-down, it, like, in the instances of they get a new phone to replace the old one, if it's, like, they got a newer gen phone, but they had to replace that, they you get to keep that one it's almost like you just got one of the newer phones sometimes no yeah. Nah. yeah okay now you've kind of ruined what i was about to say but i'm still gonna say it so i mean talking about all this like new phone business really really hands you know pushes down the first world problems oh, you know but hey what about it no, but uh, still, it's it's still weird to me how we're part of the like start of the internet children age. Like, does that make us millennials or Gen Zs? Technically, it's Gen Z. I I think millennial is like 1995 ish. I think that's the sort of cutoff point. Um, everything after that is Gen Z, and then um, the generation after us starts um. I actually don't know when that starts. I don't know if it's like officially started yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, you know, I'm just gonna check that fact check. You know, you guys keep talking about millennials and Gen Zs and Zs and Zoomers. Oh, I never really get those kind of like terminologies or yeah, things that spread around. Generational stuff makes like no sense to me. It, it ultimately is a like time-based divide that not anyone or everyone is really sure about. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I just I just found it. It's like 1981 to 1996. So yeah, we're, we're Gen Z, technically. Yeah. But, uh, and I know this is such a dumb thought, because uh, I'm going to say you now, but is there a Gen A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P? G, R, S. T U V. T U V. W X. 
<laughs> okay, we are now at Y X. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, god I'm in alpha med for a second. <laughs> but no, I think is there? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure anyone in this that will be listening to this who doesn't know their ABCs now knows them. Congratulations, <laughs> illiterate person. You just had four idiots explain the alphabet to you. <laughs> no, no, how do you traverse the internet without even knowing how to read, is my question. I don't know, a I don't know how to read. I just learned the alphabet just a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's a confusing like thing to think about. Like... Because, I mean, that makes you think about how the blind, like, would get around on the internet. I think yeah. there's extensions that you can get where, like, you know, you select text or hover over it and it go and it, like, reads it out for you. Mm. God, imagine phone braille. I'd rather not. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't want to think of my perfectly fine and smooth phone suddenly having bumps on it. <laughs> no, no, be okay. The way it would work, it's just like you know, crossing lights. You know how you get close to them, and you have those like weird bumps. You know, they're just oh, yeah, yeah. every now and again, <laughs> smooth, 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 <laughs> smooth, smooth, smooth. That sounds like when your phone vibrates on the table. Oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, actually, you know, on that real quick, do you think it's just a Gen Z thing or all generations are traumatized by the whole ringing, the alarm ring, the Apple one? Oh, I you know the one I mean? Ages. Um, I'm on, a, I'm on an Android now, so. Real quick, like, uh, you know, I'm going to find it real quick. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> My ears bleeding. <laughs> I do not know why. Oh god! I mean, it, it only seems like a Gen Z thing to us now, right? Because the children yes. of nowadays don't have this yet. They don't. They don't <laughs> use alarms just yet. Uh. But when you're people like us that usually have a time, they have to get up, do stuff, and you're using Apple. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like it's so bad to the point. If you if you hear it in a movie, have you ever just like checked your phone or just woken up? Oh god! Like like it's so imprinted into my DNA now. Whenever I hear anything similar to that, I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be I'll be I'll be working right. I'll be behind the register at the place that I'm working, and someone's phone will go off somewhere, and I'm like, mm, that's my ringtone. Why am I hearing it? And then I remember that my phone is on silent. And I'm like, ooh, okay, we're all good. Nobody's calling me. 30 I, second panic attack. Yo, I, will, <laughs> I will say this, though. I get around it because pretty much I always have my phone on silent. I only hear the alarm when I'm waking up in the morning. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> okay, so, George, you're saying something. What's your thing? Uh, my alarm? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. My phone's in my bed, and I do not want to get my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Should one of us uh, misuse his phone so he can just have it go off? No, please, for the love of God. No, actually, do you guys keep your phone on silent or vibrate yeah. during the day? I don't so. think I've taken my phone off and vibrate in like three or four years. Yeah, because I don't know when it when it became a thing, but like socially, it's sort of unacceptable to have your phone on ringer. Yeah, well, I'm so scared it would just go off and I hear ding like loud, especially when I was at uni and in class and all that stuff. Um, oh god, that's the worst. Yeah, my girlfriend always has it on Ringer, so whenever she gets a message, you do do. But yeah. it just, uh, it's just become like a unspoken, like fact of disrespect in a way. Because, like you said, if it goes off like when you're at university or if you're like at work or anything, and just suddenly there's the, it's just 
it just gets yeah. everyone's attention, distracts people. So, like, all I'm saying is, like, what's the point of having the ring of function now? I mean, I still, I still think it's a good thing to have. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, Everyone, a lot of people use it. It's just that we don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, my phone vibrates pretty violently, and so, like, I always know if it's going off, right? Because it's always next to me, or it's always in my pocket, so I can tell. But at the same time, I don't get cold like anywhere near enough for me to like be afraid of it or need to like worry about it i have i think four people in total that will consistently call me um so you know whether or not i'm in silent or off silent even you know i don't have that many calls coming in in the first place so it's fine mm, i guess i'm kind of the same with uh, as nick in that I will also say in terms of like the ringer being a pointer, like there's a point in being having a ringer or not. There are people that like to have like custom tones, if that's even still a thing, which would I be another are, reason. I think you can, oh, I don't know if you can record custom tones. I know that some services let you like buy them. I used to have the yeah. old like Pokemon, yeah. like red and blue menu theme set as a ringtone for a while. And then that old phone got stolen. So yeah. I haven't done it since. No, you know what that reminded me of? I don't know if you ever saw these as a kid, but remember those commercials for like buying ringtones and all those on like call? Like it was like text one three hundred ringer yes. to buy your like phone game. Yes, I remember. And oh, yes. I got my first like, phone. Yes, dude. I mean, like that was a. That was a time period where there wasn't an Apple Store, Google Play, or whatever. It was like freelance. Yeah. Now everything's controlled by a certain platform or store. Especially when artists get royal need the royalties from it. Because even mobile turns can be royalty bound, I think. Yeah. I just, just remember- got real political real quick. This got real political real quick. <laughs> yep. Let's blame it on Jordan. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. Yeah. We'll destroy his establishment. Destroy everything that I own. <sighs> I just remember that I had the chemical plant uh, turn from the old Sonic games because that thing's awesome. catchy as hell. But then I had to replace my farm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a good point to like talk about a uh, musical music preference, if you have one. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, I think I'll let the other speak first because mine's just degenerate level. <laughs> is, it, is it is it anime? Is it just anime songs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I've I've started watching a couple uh, animes recently, or like more than I used to. Um, and so I started listening to OPs and like covers of OPs and you just, you forget how good some of them are. Um, I, I don't know, J, J Rock, do, do, like a lot, a lot of OPs sort of fall into that, you know, J Rock type category. And I, I like rock music in general. Um, sometimes, you know, can go a little bit more metally, but I think that, you know, any type of blank rock it's just nice to listen to, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, George, what about you? What about you, George, real quick? Uh, uh, Lofi. Lofi, Lofi, how have you? Um, oh, has been my choice of music the past uh, good while, I'd like to say. What is, uh, like, Lofi exactly? Just chill beats. Like, imagine... Imagine like a sad song, but remove the sad, and it's just literally that like light piano melody type thing. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's that sort of relaxing vibe, you know, chill yeah. out, slow down. Like, ever ever go to like an elevator near a really good restaurant? I don't go yeah. to restaurants. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. So it's, it's essentially just that. Pretty much. I mean, you know. like for, for me personally at the moment, I can't listen to anything too hard or 
like Rocky or blah blah blah. I just feel like I just have to listen to something chill. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's good for like helping you unwind, I suppose. So yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, for me right now, my music tastes uh uh how do I describe this? It's like being a rapper for a white kid but then trying to be black at the same time because you're half black, half white. Cursor. Yeah. Well, pretty much. But, uh, I mean, because, like, I've been listening to, you know, Baby No Money and Jane Smith mm-hmm. as of recent. Like, that's that's just kind of my thing. And I would not consider them, like, rap music or trap music or really pop music. Fair enough, yeah, I see, I see uh, what you're yeah. saying like that. Yeah. But I just love the fact that music now, well, the internet now is so big and varied. You know? Like, there's no real label for everything now. Yeah, completely agree. Usually there's something for everybody. No yeah. one gets left out. Yeah, I don't know. As, as, you know, music continues to evolve, it feels like it's really hard to create something that can't fit into one of those you know even as ambiguous as they are making something that doesn't fit into a label that already exists you know nothing in the world is original anymore something you know you're going to end up making something derivative of something else right and so if i make a song and i try to make it as obscure as i can but that song is derivative of something less obscure then you know what you end up making is just another thing in that category. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, no, no, 100%. Because I feel with creativity, it just works better when you move in a cycle, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I mean, what what's, what they say, um, repetition is the best form of, is the best compliment? What, what Imitation say? is the sincerest form of flattery. Wanting yeah, thank to, you. Wanting to be something or somebody is the biggest compliment you can give to it yeah in a sense there is like solid ground to that kind of statement since as said just before there's not no such thing as a hundred percent original anymore because of how many things have been done and people obviously don't want to people don't like to see copies but it's just a thing that's going to be found everywhere yeah. Like there's some yeah. a little bit of one thing in everything. Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. I just strongly believe in the ideology of no, 100% originality. Mostly because of my course. Nick knows where I'm coming from. Yes. I strongly yeah. believe in the idea that when you cut bread, you have to cut it in rectangles, not triangles. Ooh. Really, sandwich, dude? You cut your sandwich in a rectangle. Yes. I do not like it in a triangle. I think we may have to fight later. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm just saying that if you if you do it in a triangle, apparently that's the right way, but it's actually the wrong way. Okay, I gotta ask you a question. Secondary. Do you keep the crust on? Yes. Good. Okay, I'm accepted more. I'm a, I'm a be more accepting there, but like, I used to be one of oh my 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 yeah yeah grandma um, used to cut the crust off, and I didn't mind that, but I think I'm just too lazy to cut the crust off. I honestly okay. don't fully understand like how the whole idea of cutting crust off sandwiches and such started. Like because people didn't want the crust, Jordan. Yeah, simple as that. Sometimes I want to bite into something soft before I bite into something sturdy and hard. Indeed. No pause. What is your ideal sandwich? <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> made at home or made at like a Subway? Like like Subway or some professional sandwich joint? No, made at home. Made at home. Okay. Four ingredients. My, my, mine is four ingredients, I, I think, that I'll, I'll always go with. Chicken, 
cheese, lettuce, mayonnaise, or cucumber mayonnaise, or, you know, it's, it's either that or, like, that's if you've got cold chicken. If you've got, like, hot chicken, um, chicken, cheese, and coleslaw. Ooh. You, nice you choice. Have coleslaw on a sandwich before? Yeah, no, just change the game. It's worth it, you know. It's it's like having yeah, coleslaw no. because you're having coleslaw, but there's also other stuff there at the same time. Honestly, that's really the only way like I can eat a good amount of coleslaw personally. Like on its own, I just can't eat much. Really? I love coleslaw. I love oh KFC coleslaw. Ooh. Okay, okay. See, for me, a sandwich, just because I've worked at KFC, I can't just have a regular, like, deli sandwich. I gotta, like, put all the stops. So <laughs> You put the fried chicken. Dude, this is me every time I make a sandwich. Like, it has to be this. I got me my white piece of bread. I got me some mayonnaise on it. Toast outside with mayonnaise. Get some chicken breast. Either fry it or oven bake it in, you know, like panko bread give me my lettuce or coleslaw mayonnaise on the other side mustard as well put it together cut it diagonally eat it now that, that sounds very very good but i've got two two types of my ideal sandwich one is the lazy day and one is the chef day so if i'm on a lazy day i'll have uh three ingredients or oh, four ingredients the bread you butter it on both sides put salami and cheese and you slap it in a jaffa maker or jaffa maker however you pronounce it that thing is godlike that thing oh, that is that is amazing but otherwise if i'm feeling pretty delicate i'll do the the bread the mayonnaise the cold chicken the lettuce and the cheese just just like nick yeah. that thing is mm-hmm. a, it's a work of art it's a work yeah. of art Okay. Yeah. These are there's a pretty common ground here when it comes to the sandwiches, I think, because one thing I'm like George, kind of like there's a lazy day one, and then there's like do, if I want to be really fancy with it, kind of sandwich. If I'm being lazy, I just like a simple cheese and salami with like putting it on what my family calls the George, which is probably the same thing as George said for his, just nice and toasted, good melted cheese. Uh, if I'm on the, on the grill, on the George Foreman grill, is that what they're referring to? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm referring to. And if I'm wanting to be like, you know, delicate, I'll probably like have chicken on the sandwich. I'd have grain bread with uh, probably some either a mustard or, or a mayo, because mayo is pretty good to me personally. And just tomato, some lettuce and cheese. Possibly, probably a bit more, but it's hard for me to say right now because I've been like trying to do more cooking, usually referring to the book that I ordered on my B-Day. By the way, you might as well just say what it is. Uh, yes, the Binging with Babish cookbook. If people have seen its channel, then well... Go ahead. Not sponsored. I it, but I don't know. I, I I didn't end up uh buying it. Is it the one hundred the one hundred recipe one? I don't know. I, I think so. I haven't really checked into that. I thought he only had the one, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had more. <laughs> so um now going back to Tars. So Tars sandwich. Yeah. It sounds like, you know those like cooking montage where you know it's those nice cinematic angles and they've got the yeah. flower goes in the air and preparing this nice and delicate like chicken and blah blah blah. That's what Tars sandwich sounds like. Sounds like a 24 hour preparation. 100%. If I'm, if I want a sandwich, I'm thinking of making it like three days in advance. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, because I'm the type of person that plans out essentially everything they're going to eat a month ahead. I think I need to adapt with to that if I want to do a lot of the recipes in the book because a lot of them have taken more time to prep than I initially thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but okay. See, for me, the reason I do it's because I I gain a lot of like weight easy, so I have to like work out, sort of watch what I eat half the time. 
I should probably start watching what I eat a little bit more, but yeah, I watch it more compared to what I did like one or two years ago. Just yeah. considering, uh, I think exercise is very important as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I'm happy now because in Melbourne restrictions are easing up. We can now go to the park. Yeah, I've yeah, been we... going to the park about four days a week now, playing basketball. Oh, my, sweet. Uh, my favorite sport. Yeah, uh, and even today I went to the football oval and played and kicked a footy around. Dude, I, I should a, be going I need out to get more. back into playing. I should be going out more. I don't go out as often as I should, with because I know that I need to go outside. I just don't. I don't know. Something in my brain just doesn't make me go as often I need to. I mean, I think it's just you need something to kick you in the butt. For me, because beforehand I was paying for like a gym membership, I was like, this is my money I'm wasting. I might as well use it. Yeah, I, I had a gym membership, but obviously, yeah. Here, um, but I don't know if you paid for yours in full, but I paid for my, I paid for 12 months already. Oh, in full? So, yeah, in full. But they nice. suspended it, so. Yeah, I yeah, will I mean, get the rest of the time. I only was like four months into it at that stage. Oh, okay. So I will get those the, the rest of the months uh, extended yeah. onto it, which is good. I'm happy about that. I'm still sad because like, I, I don't know if you saw me, but like at my peak, I was like full on muscle, muscle gains. I was getting my abs going, had my legs perfectly where I wanted them. And now then COVID hit, then like three months, four months later. Huh. I used to have abs. I have a belly. And I have had a belly for a while. Correction. I, I, I think I've been losing some weight recently, like slowly over time. It's not, it's not been a ton, but it's been fun, you know. I remember I, I, I went to the US briefly back in 2017. I put on like a ton of weight, so yeah. like I spent basically the next six months losing all of that, um, and now, you know, I I slowly on a bit of a decline. I should probably be trying to make it faster, but I don't know. Yeah. Half wanting to be better is motivation, and that's kind of hard to come by nowadays. Yeah, but uh, I mean. I know we say this, but you know, in all honestly, I'm always I'm happy with myself. I have one app that's still you know more than no apps. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I think that you know, I think body positivity is good so long as you can like recognize the state that you're in. Right? I'm not gonna say I'm I'm perfect. I'm definitely like above average weight. But mm. I like to joke about the fact that I'm, you know, I'm not overweight. I'm friend shaped. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, 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 as long as you understand the risks, you know, if you're the type of person who wants to try and get better, go for it. But you know, people shouldn't have the grounds to try and tear you down over something like that. Yeah, because uh. I and I know we're really getting back to that political, political state, but uh, remember Adele, like the musician? Yes. Because mm -hmm. like she lost a whole bunch of weight and everyone's like hating her now for it. Yeah. Uh, Just let people be happy with their image. If, if they're happy, you yeah. should be happy. Because yeah. like, I mean, if you're happy with your size, you're happy with your size, but it's always great if you can you know, start a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, that's very true as well. Very yeah. true as well. But um, for me, for example, I'm a little bit over, over what I'd like to be. I have a bit of a belly, but um, I obviously I want to become a lot more skinnier. I'm very big into sports, so being able to lose that weight and be able to run and jump mm. better and everything like that would be quite amazing. But I am sort of happy with my body. I'm not... Uh, how bad I could be if I didn't play any sports I'd probably be a lot worse and I have a lot of fast food cravings like I'm craving McDonald's at the moment so um, which is not good I need to get rid of those cravings somehow but no I'm, I'm still pretty happy with the way I look 
Mm. I just think I can do a little bit better, and so I'll try to do. Yeah, and okay, and here's the thing: I don't know if this is because we are we were sort of like raised in that sort of internet age. I feel like the the period where we were born, people of our age, can kind of deal with that, you know, body body positivity a little bit better. You know. Yeah, but there there are some that can't. I know it's really big. Um, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of females, um, female teenagers, yeah. they they have a really rough time with it. Um, yeah. And, and it's I'm, like diet every day. I need to be skinny. I need to be looking like this, and I need to be looking like a model. Some yeah. of them just don't really care and eat, but. Um, and good for them, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, good for them. That sort of societal pressure then creates, you know, the opposite problem to what we have. You know, we're we're sitting here, right? We're like, I'm over average weight, but then, you know, and I'm happy. I'm happy with that. But then there'll be people who keep trying to go under like average weight, right? And they destroy themselves for it. Mm. And I mean, it also goes in the same direction for men because, and this is more for adult men, in my opinion. You know, we're always being told, you know, you gotta have six pack abs, you know, bustling arms. I think that's a, the yeah. chat in America. I think a lot of Australians are just like dad bod. Yeah, I and mean, yeah, that's. I know why people. The good thing is, it's praised here. <laughs> I mean, what? dude, I would love to have, I would love to, you know, be the type of guy that people look and like, damn, he looks comfy. And just like, look comfy in any situation that's people with me people are like damn you look real comfy you know you're not overly big but you're not overly skinny i'm just like, it's like i'm comfy but i'm a sport man mm. yeah that's the thing that sucks i just want to be able to lose some of the weight that i have because i'm definitely above average yeah anyway yeah. back to being internet kids did you, uh, it's just me. Did you guys have like, like Foxtel? I had Foxtel when I was a kid. Not anymore. Not so much. I haven't yeah. in the past six years, maybe. I still have Foxtel now, currently. And we actually got a new TV that, uh, is connected to it. So we can actually even just use the TV controller for it now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cause, uh, I just want to go on the you know topic of what was your favorite show as a kid? Oh boy, there's a lot to choose from. I'll definitely. <laughs> and I'm talking. Okay, let me let me round it. Let me make it a bit easier. What was your favorite show in between the ages of ten and fourteen? Yes, that's a tough one. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of TV back then, but like I really mm. liked like Ben Ten. And the entirety of the Ben 10 series, and uh, I don't know if anyone else remembers this Generator Rex. Oh, fuck. Mm, those two. I used to, uh, love the kids next door. But <sighs> my morning TV show every single morning, because it was at. Um, I used to have it on recording on Foxtel, and uh, everything like that was uh, Bakugan and Yu Gi Oh! You know, the classic animes. Ooh. All those uh, things really are really good. Never considered yeah. as being anime, but technically were. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon or Digimon here. <laughs> so, for me, I think that between the ages of 12 and 14, right? Or was it 10, 14? Uh, I, think, I think my favorite shows back then were, I believe Dragon Ball was on at the time of those ages. Like, I remember getting up super early in the morning to be able to watch that show and there was also uh, i'm trying to remember because there's a lot that was on Foxtel back then i think yeah i remember catching some pokemon as well and i believe inazuma 11 was on there as well god but all the other ones that were mentioned those i also love to watch so much yeah but no i mean aside from that because as a kid, I was the type of kid that watched TV all the time. Like, I knew every show that everyone was talking about. And because of that, I always watched, like, you know, Cartoon Network, Disney, Boomerang, Nickelodeon, 
Nick Jr., uh, ABC3, all those good jazzes. I remember loving the sweet laugh of Zach and Cody. Oh, the sweet laugh. We did the My God. Oh, Classic. Where that's did that raven? show go? Dude, dude, that's a raven. Oh, yeah. No, no, actually, wait, wait, wait. Remember, they had, like, the whole, like, live action series that all connected together in the same universe? Yeah. It was Hannah Montana, Sweet Life on Zach Cody, the sweet That's the Raven. Of Hannah Montana. Uh, <laughs> no, this was an actual thing. I'm pretty sure they did a crossover. They did. Hannah they did. And then there was... When the Sweet Life did like the the cruise ship yeah, series, Sweet Life on deck. That was a good series. Yeah, there was there was the Sweet Life of the Wizards of Waverly Place with Hannah yeah. Montana, which was like a three way crossover that's episode. The, that's the one I butchered. Jeez, damn. Yeah, I loved Dude. the era of crossovers, like the era of crossover shows. Just, just Disney it. during that time, though. You know, as a kid, I was banned from Family Guy. Now, oh, same here. I still haven't watched it to this day. Like a full watched... episode. I still really? haven't watched a full episode. Oh, I used to love. Um, used to love Family Guy, and then there was the Christmas special, and I had a line that I will not repeat. And we kept replaying the line over and over again. So we got ourselves banned. And my mom's like, no more, no more. You can't watch it. So every time Family Guy was on, couldn't watch it. Yeah. I remember yeah. watching Family Guy at an age I'm pretty sure I was not supposed to, but I did. Okay. Well, that's great to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't I remember. Do not condone. Do not condone. I would not condone to that, definitely. Like anyone listening. Keep to the age guidelines set. It's a mistake to not ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to be the cool kid at school, guys. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we do not condone at underage drinking, watching, or anything that is not of your age group. Don't do stuff that's illegal. Don't be dumb. There you go. I have yeah. now solved crime. <laughs> For how long is the question? Three, oh two, one. I have unsolved. Crime has been unsolved. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I mean, aside from that, there was also Nickelodeon. You had uh, Nads, Ned's Declassified. Oh, right. Yes, I remember Ned's Declassified. iCarly. I never uh, watched iCarly, even though it was big. I remember. I, I loved, I loved iCarly, and even um, I was in. Quick story: I was in Greece in 2018, mm -hmm. and my brother downloaded all seasons of iCarly, and we just watched them. Oh, yeah. dude! I, but it's I really weird because you could it see just, them. You could see them grow up, though. Yeah, we just enjoyed iCarly. It was a childhood show. We watched it every day as a kid. You know, can't yeah. complain with that, but. Just uh, weird. Yeah, but also you had a uh, classics like Drake and Josh. Uh, yeah, Ren, Ren and Stimpy. Let's not forget Cat Dog. How I remember that one. Cat Dog. Okay, okay. Hey Arnold, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Let's just skip that whole anatomy question by Cat Dog, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cut, cut that. Cut that. We don't talk about that. Fair <laughs> enough. Edit it out post. I'm keeping that. <laughs> no, please. I don't want to be immortalized on the internet by saying, "Hey, how does cat dog poop?" I mean, <laughs> I, I think we question about question that about anything. Um. Oh God. You know what? I just missed out that I what I forgot to talk about the most important thing for all Australian kids. Oh, tell us. Rocco's modern life. Oh <laughs> my God. I never saw Rocco's. I never saw it too. Show is okay, crazy. Fine, fine, fine. Sorry. But uh, I mean, oh. it was one of those. It was interesting because uh, the main character was technically Australian, but living in America. Yep. Also, I just remembered another show that I don't think it was mentioned. We need to talk about that was on Nick Invader Zim. Oh yeah. I also never watched that one. I never did either. I never watched that one either. 
Okay, okay, then how about um, Pingu? <laughs> or Sean the Sheep? <laughs> also very good. Dude, I feel like I'm hitting someone's like buttons real quick. You know, like <laughs> this is hitting someone real hard. Somewhere <laughs> in the world, someone's listening to this and they're just like, "Why did you say these things?" This hit different. This hit different. Yeah, I'm sorry if we've taken you back to a better time. Yeah, back when shows had quality, like SpongeBob. That's that's a whole can of worms. Yeah, get it because it's uh, a good can of worms and water, and I yeah. no, don't don't actually don't listen to me. <laughs> good. <laughs> no, um, but no, I mean, okay, see, for me, because I had a younger sibling at a de- with a decent age difference, I still sort of had a period of time, even in my high school years, where I was like watching those shows still. So it was interesting to see how. The show's kind of matured. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, they just sort of matured more after when we were kids. You can definitely get that sense, like, when you're yeah. under those kind of conditions. Yeah, do you realize that there are, there are a lot more adult jokes that, than, than we think? Yeah, yeah. Episodes we're just like, damn. It's what they yeah. really are. Absorbing media that was made for us that has enough in there that wasn't made for us that it just slips under the radar. Like, yeah. uh, what, was the, what was the big thing? It's like, uh, in Rugrats, was it? There was like a, indu- there was a sexual innuendo joke. Oh, multiple, I'm sure. Yes. But no, uh, I mean, I only say this because, like, my sister grew up watching shows like Regular Show and Adventure Time. Yeah, see, and that was all the same time as Steven Universe. I know a couple of Steven Universe fans in here. Yeah, because, oh god, because I don't know how they got away with, like, making half the characters gay. Really? Yeah. I, look, I was never a fan of Steven Universe. I don't really care for it. Yeah. Just, Steven Universe was a darling weird sort of zeitgeist. Mm. But no, I mean, it's just interesting. It's just interesting because, and I don't know about shows now, but everything was like so much more mature compared to when we were kids, or at least the perception of it. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like as sort of creators have gone on, they started making bigger and like broader things. Yeah, but at the same time, I look at shows meant for us now, like um, Riverdale. Yeah, really, I'm the only one here. I look, I don't like Riverdale. Never really liked it. See, yeah. episode, but it's still really, still I never really, ha- really watched it myself. Actually, see, I committed two seasons in, and I just couldn't stop it because I'm too far in. That one yeah. cut out for a second. Just too far in right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I. Oh, yeah, Kyle, I never really. Oh, it's been an hour now. <laughs> wow, okay. Definitely longer than the last podcast. Yeah. And it's going to be even more work. <laughs> <laughs> yep, more work for the editor, who's also the creator. He's not getting paid. Uh... He's not paying him enough. I get paid in peanuts. <laughs> no, you get paid in your own entertainment and struggles. Mostly struggles. <laughs> you know, it well, hurts sometimes. Someday, somehow, we'll get more. It's been, a, it's been a weird episode. We went from talking about. We started off with. Um, no, we started off with TikTok. Yeah. Phones, talked about sandwiches, talked about our diets and food, and then we talked about cartoons and. Then we're here. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Because. We talked for a while, we just kept talking and talking. It's like we had so much to talk about in the end. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like this is really an episode meant for getting a 
cross with our personalities. You're getting to know us better. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if we were to take anything out here to put on our Instagram, Facebook, whatever, I guess I earned a Nokia. How about you, George? My first uh, phone was a Sony. Uh, I end up bringing up ideas I probably shouldn't have. I have no idea what I can take away from it. That's positive. No, it doesn't have to be. Just it's something new, the personality trait. I mean, no one said every personality had to be perfect. Jordan owns a star. George Foreman Grill. That's what you can take out of it. <laughs> I learned that there's apparently a correct way to cut sandwiches and feel validated that I cut my sandwiches correctly. <laughs> and Tara cut his sandwiches wrong. But you can end up talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, anyway, guys, this has been the Per Noper Noper the personality podcast. And uh, it's been good talking. Alright. See you later. Peace. See?